0: This week on the Young and Dumb Podcast, we have Mikey B, the rapping teacher. Fresh from New Jersey, Mikey has changed the teaching game by incorporating hip-hop into his 7th grade math lessons. His methods have not only captivated his students and peers, but thousands of people on social media as well. His little dicky-like style and his commitment to engaging and educating his students is
1: incredible. So this week, we learn to rap with Mikey B. Respected by his students, as he doesn't just come to class, write on a board, and expect his students to learn. He makes class interesting by involving his students through his raps, music videos, and Mindset Mondays. Adaptable. As expected, his teaching ways aren't always seen as normal, but he's always changing them to meet school guidelines and curriculums. Patient. He knows the schooling industry is in for a change. But he also knows it'll take a long time for that. So he's slowly building his brand and waiting for the right time. This week, we wrap with Mikey B. Welcome everyone to the 46th episode of
0: the Young and Dumb Podcast. We're back again. We come on Tuesdays and we come on Thursdays. We have double the episodes for you guys now. We're really picking up the pace. we got a lot of content coming your way. Just a little update. Storybooks drop this week. Keep your eyes out on Instagram. If you don't have one yet, get on it now. And this week we have a very special guest. If you're from the New Jersey area, you definitely know who this guy is. His name is Mikey B and he is changing the teaching game. Mikey, say what's up to the people.
2: Hey, what's up everybody? How's it going? Thank you for tuning in.
0: We're glad to have you on board with us, Mikey. So we're gonna waste no time. It's a young and dumb way. We're gonna get right into it. Let us know who you are for those who don't know and what you're doing right now.
2: Yeah. So um first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on, on your punter. Um, I feel very special. But yeah, so I'm a teacher from New Jersey. I'm 27 years old, about to be 28. And Um, It's kind of weird. I actually just read a book recently about like the science of happiness and they were talking about how a lot of times we identify ourselves with our career and that's not necessarily who we are. So at first, I was thinking like, okay, who am I? I'm a teacher. I'm a rapper. um, I'm kind of like an entrepreneur. I'm trying to build some things on the side. But that's not actually who I am. So like who I am as a person, you know, I'm I'm a very caring person. I care about um, a lot of other people. I care about, like, certain beliefs that I have in terms of, like, my values in life. Um, I'm very determined. Um, I'm very, like, driven by my passions and my purpose in life. And I'm funny sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes (laughs) I'm funny. I like to be goofy and just be myself. So that's kind of who I am as a person, and I try to implement that into the different things that I got going on in my life.
1: That's awesome. And like, I really think that you really portray all of those values through your Instagram videos as well. Um, so tell us a little about that. You're a teacher, but you're kind of taking an untraditional route to what you're doing. You're adding the hip hop Avenue to it as well. So tell everyone what you're doing with that.
2: Yeah. So recently, um, I've been trying to get my social media game up because one, Gary V has been a huge inspiration from that cause I've been following him for about three years. And I realized at one point I was like, uh, the one thing I really took away from him was your actions have to meet your ambitions. And I realized, hey, if I really want to inspire like thousands and possibly millions of kids, no one's going to know who I am if I'm not on social media. But when you graduate college, all the teachers, all the professors are like, don't go on social media. It's bad for your image. It's bad. You. You'll get fired. The schools will see you and all this. And I just didn't really believe that. I was like, the world we're living in today, like kids are on this stuff all the time. If I just put a positive message out there, I can inspire kids from like Idaho or North Dakota that have no idea who I am. So I started to put my music out there a little bit more. Um, When I was in college, even in high school, when I used to rap, it wasn't always PG-13. So (laughs) I had to delete all my history, like totally start over. And now I just got to keep it pg because you can lose your job from that and um yeah even if it's just like dropping a curse word in a rap like by accident you don't want to do anything stupid so i've really focused i used to be almost like a little dicky kind of rapper where i would be very funny i was always trying to do funny stuff and i had to just go away from that approach and now i'm more inspirational and motivational with my raps not all the time but sometimes and uh yeah i just feel like that's a good way to connect with students so they kind of see like hey i'm still pursuing my passions i'm still like living my dream i'm still doing stuff that i love and i have a job uh, so that's one avenue like one message and then the other thing is i write educational raps too and like we do it in class and we turn up and it's fun so <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: yeah. so i mean with your method of teaching you get to inspire not only the students that you teach um in new jersey but students around the country and even the globe which i think is incredible um yeah. but why i'm trying to gain some like um some deeper knowledge into how you started this up why hip-hop yep. why not um like folklore or maybe like ring around the rosy type of melodies like softer melodies <laughs> that are easy for kids to understand or uh a little more universal.
2: Yeah. Um. Do you want to know kind of the backstory to that? Because it's a long That's answer. Good. If you yeah. want to know the why. All right. Sure. So I never wanted to be a teacher growing up. Uh. I when I was in middle school, I didn't really have a lot of friends. I was kind of you know a shy person, so I kind of hung out by myself until around like seventh or eighth grade. I started making friends, and I was playing sports, so I made friends through that. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I used to listen to Nas and 50 Cent, Eminem, all the big L, all these rappers. I just loved it and because like I was a shy person. So sometimes I related to some of the things they were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be sitting in my room listening to it, just trying to rap to it. And then I started spinning freestyles. Like if I was at a baseball game, I would be spinning freestyles. Or if I was at lunch, I'd be spinning freestyles and everyone seemed to like it. It's so like, oh, OK, this is cool. Like This is a way to make friends <laughs> doing it more. And then when I was in high school, I took it a little more serious. Um, my freshman year, I wanted to sit with like these cool juniors and seniors, and some of them were girls. So I was like, okay, if um, and they actually they knew I rapped, so they're like, hey, if you spit a freestyle for us, you can sit with us. I'm like, oh yeah, that's awesome. So <laughs> I started. I, I would like write a rap the night before, and I'd spit it for them. They would all laugh, and then I'd sit at the lunch table with them. So I kind of just use it as a way to socialize. And then as I grew a little bit older, like junior, senior year, I realized I did not want to go to college. I grew up in Peapack Gladstone, New Jersey, and that's a very rich town for any of you that don't know. And I went to Bernard's High School, which is a very good school district, rich people. Unfortunately, I mean, not fortunate, unfortunately, but I didn't have a lot of money growing up. Like I didn't even get a car until my freshman year in college because we couldn't afford the insurance. But a lot of my friends are very wealthy. So I was always like I had that balance, like I'll go to my friend's house. We had a mansion and then I'll be at my house. And, you know, it was a little like tiny place, but we were still well off. Right. So from that perspective, they everyone was like, go to college, get a job as like a banker, do whatever. And I graduated high school in 2008. But in 2007, YouTube was coming out and I was putting out YouTube videos. And I was like, I want to do like YouTube as a career, but no one knew what that meant. I was like, what if I just like uploaded a video and it went viral and like the world saw it. And then I could like, I don't know, use that as a way, as an avenue, as opportunities to do something I love. Like, I don't need a college degree. No one saw that as a real thing. (laughs) so I gave up on that and I was always into rapping so I was like what if I like became a rapper but I was like I just put that on the internet I don't even need a record label because I can just do it for fun and then like what if people saw me I can perform and like so I I already knew that stuff but no one believed in me so I gave up on that and um, so that's like when I ended up going to college um, I still rap for fun and a lot of people would say I was pretty good like i would be spinning freestyles at parties or once again when I was playing sports in college um, i would be spinning freestyles with my team or running raps so I realized hey I do have the potential so after I gave up on it for a while I started to pick it back up again so that's where I was always coming from with hip-hop as a way to kind of express myself but also as a way to like when I was insecure as like a little kid to socialize and I feel like some kids now, especially with like everyone's talking about mental health and everything, which is a real thing, absolutely. But like, I feel like I can connect with some kids that may be insecure about themselves because they can relate. So I use that as a way to help other people. And yeah. Most definitely.
1: I think, And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to teaching, right? Is being able to connect with your students. I remember like growing up and going to elementary school, middle school, high school, college now, and it's like you just go to school, you, you're you either listening if you do listen or you're falling asleep at your desk and you're just on your <laughs> phone, whatever it is, right? As much as we hate to say it, that's what we do as students, right? And looking at your videos and how you're incorporating your students in either music videos, um, setting up a basketball court in your, in your classroom, whatever it may be, it seems like your students are actually engaging. They're excited to come to class rather than just going to class as like a chore. Oh, I need to do this, right? yeah how did you kind of get that mindset out of your students
2: Mm -hmm. so um yeah when I was in school I had this similar thing I was falling asleep at my desk I was a horrible student to be honest Like, (laughs) really wasn't that great and I ended up turning around in college because I knew I can save money that way if I got scholarship so that was like my one motive so I ended up turning around getting really good grades like A's and a couple B's in college And I realized it was all about like the mindset there. I realized that there are certain tips and strategies. So I changed all of that, right? So now fast forwarding to in the classroom, I realized, wow, these kids are bored sitting in math class. I got to make it fun. Like I have to do everything I can to just make it engaging, even if it's not 100% math related, You know, just creating a culture in the classroom where they feel safe or they feel like it's a Good place to learn. I try to teach real life stuff, too, which is why I do my Mindset Monday thing. So every Monday I teach about real life, how to think. I teach stuff about, like, how to deal with stress. I teach about, like, how to have study habits. I teach about uh, deliberate practice, like, if you want to get better at a sport, how you can actually practice and focus on skill, all that different stuff. And then um, so that kind of just came from a mindset of being the voice and being the teacher I wish I had growing up and yeah
0: okay word so i just wanted to look at um hold on let's sure i thought there i wanted to look at your methodology um because you are notified as the wrapping teacher of new jersey um what would you what advice would you have for other teachers and other professors out there um that not necessarily wouldn't want to Uh, copy your style, but wanted to provide that sort of variability in the classroom to uh, engage their students.
2: Specifically with hip hop or with other stuff?
0: Well just in general, because when I remember um, with my um, elementary, high school, middle school uh, memories, the most distinct ones I had with professors and teachers were the ones that were a little bit unconventional, um, ones that weren't uh, let me write on the whiteboard for an hour and you guys just listen to me ramble. It's those different ones where we played, um, not necessarily games, but different um, activities to engage us in different ways beyond sitting behind a desk and writing notes for an hour and a half. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I think um, the best advice I can give to any of those teachers would be be yourself. Not to be cliche or anything, but like I truly mean that because when I can be myself in the classroom, I can write raps or I can be goofy. I like to play pranks on my kids too. So i <laughs> And they're so gullible, they fall for it like all the time. So it never gets boring for me. But that's like who I am. So if you're a teacher that I don't know, I'm trying to think, maybe you're very artistic in a way, maybe you can do a lot of art projects and incorporate art. Or maybe if you're um you're like a coach and you're really into sports, incorporate all the lessons you learn with coaching and sports and translate that into the classroom and use ways. Or like if you were to do a game, create like a sports game because you truly love it. So just really showing who you are as a person and that makes you kind of a different and unique teacher in that way. Definitely.
1: And how do you think your perspective has changed from going from being a student to now being a teacher? Is there any like stereotypes that you thought of as a student that you're like, oh, this teacher's just a boring teacher, blah, 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 blah. That has kind of changed since coming on to the other side?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, (laughs) Definitely. Because sometimes I feel trapped where like I have to do certain things I necessarily might not want to do. Looking back at it, like having some, looking at some teachers I used to have, they're very boring, but they're probably just doing what they had to do to keep their job or because of what their boss is telling them. So if I go like too off curriculum, it's not necessarily a good thing. And I might have like my principal or like other teachers, like my mentors or whoever say, you need to bring it back. You need it. Like you're doing too much of this. You're doing too much mindset. You need to teach more math or something. So I'm like, all right, fine, fine. I'll like, I'll go back. (laughs) So I understand like where some teachers may be coming from. And when I was a kid looking at that, you know, I didn't necessarily put myself in their shoes, but now I understand more.
0: Okay. And we are, um, at Young and Dumb, we've always been a little bit skeptical of our current education progression um, in, in a sense that college is everything, and we force college on some students that, in a way, it's not really for everyone. Um, and as you said, when you were growing up, you didn't really had dreams of going to college until people pressured you uh, to do so. Um, what do you think needs to be changed about our current education system to um, fit the needs um, of all
2: students? Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about this a lot naturally, and <laughs> I came to the conclusion that it's not really going to change for a long time because of the DNA of the school system. You know what I mean, there's just too much, I don't I guess political stuff involved where it's like very, very difficult but I think one of the bigger changes that could be made is you're starting to see this more with like charter schools. They have a little more freedom and what they can do. Um, there are even people that have literally created their own school, which is like a charter school, but it's just like nothing like a public school. And it's almost like a Hogwarts and <laughs> there actually is like a Hogwarts school out there now. I think someone actually made it. Um, but I think that might be one of the changes that you can make in education, just kind of like drifting apart. So students have more choice as where they would want to go to school because you know, you know, student choice is important. But also, like specifically in public school, maybe incorporating more online classes or time to- or free time where students can they call it genius hour, where you can spend an hour of your time learning about anything you want and you create that into a project. So not a lot of schools do it, but it's usually teacher led. It's usually you have one teacher that will lead that way. But um, I think that's something that they can incorporate, like a actual class called genius hour where you have the freedom to do whatever. I truly believe that mindset education should be a real class, whether it's an elective or not. Teaching kids how to think um, and teaching them about emotional intelligence is super important. I mean, you look at some of the most successful people in the world, they tell you all the time, like you don't even need to go to college to be successful. It's more about self-awareness and more about knowing who you are as a person how to um, you know, navigate relationships and things like that. I, I think I saw something where someone said like 75% of our employees, we base it off like emotional intelligence rather than IQ. So we would, I, like Google does that a lot with some of their interview questions. They look more about who you are as a person. So we're not really teaching our kids that stuff. And they say it's not measurable, quote unquote, but it definitely yeah. is, you can measure that stuff. So I think that's one big change that, school needs to make and I'm just trying to do my part in that, which is why I do it every Monday. But yeah,
1: no, I think you hit it like right on the tip of the nail. However, that saying goes, I'm Asian. I don't know these, these American sayings, but, (laughs) but, um, so like I was at, I was speaking with one of the like chief marketing officers of one of the marketing companies down in Orlando and he was telling me he's trying to help out one of his nephews, I think with his math homework. And the way that they're teaching math is a lot different than the way we learned math when we were young and the way that he learned math when he was young.
0: I feel like it changes like every 10 years, the way they teach math.
1: Yeah, it's like I can't even help my little cousins do math like the way that they're learning it. But he talks about how they're kind of teaching his nephew to be more of a robot rather than a person because he'll be like one plus one is equal to two. And then his nephew will just repeat that sentence rather than asking why does one plus one equal two? And just trying to memorize things rather than like asking the key question of why does this happen? Why does this work? Right? Yeah. So I think that speaks completely to your whole mindset um, Monday. I think that's what you call it, right? Mindset Monday lessons and how you're trying to change that mindset in your students.
2: Yeah, and to add on to that, real quick, too, just to um, talk about the educational part of it as well. A lot of schools will try to talk about uh, asking really uh, deep questions. Questions that allow students to really think and debate and talk about certain topics like how can we solve this math problem this way and how can we can solve it this way. Let's compare the two and contrast the two. So they push that a lot. And sometimes the teachers like they try to do it right. But sometimes student engagement may be so low because they don't care and that also is a mindset thing because if the students don't care how can we get them to care so they can explore that side of it and actually get a deeper understanding of the content and of the subject if they have no passion or purpose you can do all the teaching strategies that you want that are like proven but if the kids aren't involved or like if they're not there mentally and they're tuned out like they're just not going to pay attention which is tough
0: Great. And I want to take a, a deeper look into the classroom. When you work with some of your, your students, um, from your memory, at least, what has been some of your um, best performing um, raps, methods, slash topics?
2: Yeah. Hmm. I like to do a wrap at the beginning of every unit. So we have about seven different units throughout the year. Um, I think a good one I had recently was uh, proportions one, teaching about that. And they're usually very broad. Um, and then uh, we have—I had one on equations that was pretty good. One on rational numbers. So it's a great way to start the unit. And then I try to uh, teach like one specific concept in that wrap. So when we were talking about rational numbers, and we we're talking about like, um, if you multiply two negatives, it's a positive. And if you multiply a negative and a positive number, it'd be a negative. So making a hook around that whole concept kids will actually remember like when they're taking a quiz they'll kind of bump their heads like okay like i forget my own lyrics right now but like they'll say (laughs) it in their head and then they're like oh wow mr b your song helped me i'm like yes awesome (laughs) those are the kinds of moments where like it lifts you up and lifts them up and i think that's where rap helps because kids listen and understand music
1: so that's awesome awesome. man and like so you're, you're putting an even bigger twist on the whole acronym thing that we that we learned yeah. when we were growing up, right? That's amazing. I love it.
2: Yeah.
1: So we want
0: to take a look at your journey so far. Um, so back from the early Mikey B rap days to the <laughs> teacher uh, rap slash rapper that you are now, and we want to bundle that journey up and turn it into a loading bar, Yeah. Yep. So from zero to a hundred percent, where do you feel like you are on your
2: loading bar? I think I'm around a 10% right now. Okay. So I got a lot of room to grow. Uh, I got big dreams and big ambitions. I really want to start my own school one day. That's like a 20 year plan. I don't think it's going to happen for a while because I need money for that. So I got to like start a business to make the money and I, I need more experience, but Um, yeah one day if I can start my own school excuse me and then also if I can start a charity foundation based around live your dreams so I would give scholarships to kids and not just for college but scholarships to maybe almost like a uh, like a VC like someone wants to start their business and their kid I would help them start their business so whatever may be maybe someone wants to go to the MBA and at this time, the Live Your Dreams Foundation is so big. We have connections to NBA players so we can bring in uh, like an NBA player to coach a kid or they can that kid can go to a camp, whatever it may be, right? So that's like a very long-term plan. So I feel like I haven't really scratched the surface yet. So I feel like that's why I'm at 10%. Okay. I like that.
0: I, like yeah. that a lot. I mean, I feel like that would have been really cool growing up like as <laughs> if we were kids, you know, seeing – I mean, because I, I played soccer in college and – Justin played soccer with me uh, growing up. That's actually how we met. Um, it'd be cool for like an MLS or uh, a Prem League player to to come take a visit with us in the pitch and play with us. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But I definitely support your dream, and you know maybe our paths cross again once in the future. Hopefully, absolutely.
1: so oh yeah, definitely. And so that brings us to our favorite part, which is the deep thinking questions. Okay. So, Mikey, are you ready?
2: I am so ready. It's boring. <laughs> <ready. laughs> Let's do it. All
1: right. So, Mikey, mm-hmm. your first one of the biggest things that you speak upon is the mindset Monday lessons. So, and you just spoke that you were only 10% of your way on your loading bar. Mm-hmm. So, can you speak and tell people and give them advice of how to be patient in life? Sure. Especially students.
2: Okay. A couple things. One the key to patience is really to understand that your clock is like your own clock, not to compare yourself to other people. I used to get caught up in that sometimes where I'd like see another YouTuber, another rapper and they're like blowing up and I, maybe I wasn't. And, but I realized like you're, everyone is on their own journey. And that's when I start to realize the process really is the dream itself. So you're not necessarily chasing anything. It's really that process. Is the dream so every day when I wake up I understand my purpose I know my why I have my vision and that allows me to be patient because I enjoy every single day like when I stay up to 2 a.m. working on music and lesson plans and doing all this other stuff or grading papers then I have to wake up at 4 a.m. so I get two hours of sleep I don't even complain about it because I love that grind like I really do it's not even fake it's like I love every second of it so that allows me to be patient because I could literally be 85 years old and not blow up, but I'll continue to do it. And then maybe by the time I'm 86, there'll be that one video it's like an 86-year-old teacher raps with kids and he finally blows up. It'll be like, Yeah, my moment happened. But I was like, it doesn't matter because that whole process was the fun itself.
0: That's dope. <laughs> I like that. So 80, what is it? 60 something years from now, we'll be waiting for you to blow up.
2: Yep, just 60 more years. That's all
0: I (laughs) think. All right. So So let's say we're uh, 60 something years from now and you take a look on your shelf right after you blow up and you see your autobiography Mm -hmm. and you take a look at it. And the first chapter is your entire life up to right now. What is the
2: title of that first chapter? Mindset is everything
0: okay i like that mindset is everything i love yep.
2: it i truly it's, believe it yeah
1: the okay. mindset man it's it's huge eq over mm-hmm. iq any day of the week all right yep. oh i got one more or actually i got two more questions for you okay. um so first i just lost my train of thought huh? all right i, oh, I you got it you one. got another one
0: you got another one. <laughs> to the rescue so <laughs> you could collab with any two artists right now to make a rap teaching album about any math topics you want what two artists would you pick Ooh,
2: okay um i got a couple the first one that comes to mind is logic because i feel like oh. he's a positive person you know so i think we would mesh well there oh man the second one he's not necessarily my favorite rapper but i feel like that could be a good good collab although i do love logic don't get me wrong and then um i'm also kind of thinking like little dicky because i, I knew I, it you know like he has a way of telling a story that's really good and i think he would make it funny so the educational another person i thought about was Joyner lucas uh, he's like the way he tells stories, especially through visuals. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, honestly, there's like a list of tension, but I think those would probably be probably little Dickie and logic.
0: Okay. The definitely top of my head. When I was listening to your videos, I instantly thought of little Dickie yeah. um, <laughs> just through his 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 pillow talk <laughs> video alone, uh, this man can definitely tell a story and it has layers. I mean, it's definitely layered. And Jordan Lucas as well, especially yeah, I've seen his a lot of his visuals. Mm-hmm. Um man's talented. So getting all three of you, all four of you on a track, instant Grammy. Um just putting that out there. So I'll be waiting for that one.
2: You're, I'll be forever grateful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, all right. So I got my questions down now. So First question is, who was your favorite teacher growing up
2: and why? So my favorite teacher growing up was my high school psychology teacher called Miss Serza. Ironically, that's probably why I got so into mindset because of the psychology and everything. But, um, yeah, when I graduated high school and I went to college and after my first year, I transferred out of the school I went to, to go to community college. And I was babysitting over the summer and I bumped into her at the pool and she was like, what are you doing with your life? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I have all these dreams, but I still don't know what I want to do. She's like, well, why don't you become a teacher? Because you're so good with kids and you like you can inspire them to live their dreams. You can inspire them to, you know, chase things that you never really did. And I was like, oh, okay." That makes sense so we ended up having like a big <laughs> conversation about it and since i don't know i guess she's just since she's a psychology teacher she really understood my mindset and she was able to break me down and also when i had her in class i was a senior and there were some girls in there that are pretty cute that i liked and <laughs> i had a bunch of my good friends in there as well so i was acting like a knucklehead all the time and she understood why like maybe I was looking for attention or just trying to be funny. I'm a senior about to graduate. So she pulled me aside and she just had like an honest conversation with me and she was able to con- control my behavior in class like no other teacher has before because she just respected me and she was a lo- like she just had an honest conversation about some things. So, uh, yeah, she was definitely my favorite teacher. And as I'm saying this right now, I should definitely go back and tell her that because I don't think she even knows. (laughs) Send her the podcast link. I'm sure she would love to hear it, honestly.
0: no Big shout out to her. I mean, for for doing what she did and doing her job as a teacher. You know what I mean? And created the rapping teacher. So (laughs) shout out to her. So next question for you. What does being young and dumb mean to you?
2: Young and dumb. To me, it means that, you know, you're constantly working, you're constantly grinding, but you're constantly in the back of your mind, you have that purpose and you have that why. So you always know why you're working and you're grinding. Because a lot of times you see people, they're not really dedicated or like motivated or driven. And that's because they don't necessarily have a purpose. And they don't really know why they would be doing that. So they don't have that intrinsic motivation. So really being young and dumb, is just somebody that's coming up, they're trying to like live their dreams. They're trying to go after it. And they're they have a reason why. And they're going after it and they're putting all their effort into it. They don't care about what anybody says about them because you're always going to have haters along the way. You no, know, I've experienced that too. Like I have kids in my classroom that necessarily don't really like me. I mean it's a small percentage, but I'd probably say like 95% of my kids like me. And like there's like five percent that don't and like you can't change who you are as a teacher because of that so you can't change who you are as a person because of like the dreams that you're going after and what anyone anyone says about you so yeah i would just say like young and dumb to me it's staying on that grind living your dreams having that purpose having that why having clarity on your vision and just going after it every day
1: i love it i love it All right. So before we ask you our last question, where can people find you, contact you, and listen to some of these dope videos that you have on Instagram?
2: All right. Yeah. So my Instagram handle is Mikey B three, and that's two E's, B E E. And by the way, I did not copy Gary V with that because I had that before <laughs> I even knew who he was. <laughs> and then um, on YouTube, you can just type in Mikey B, and there's like a couple imposters there, but you know, you'll you'll see me, you'll see the real one up there. And on Twitter, I'm Michael Berezny. So I'm like my normal real name, real person name. And then uh, on SoundCloud, I'm also Mikey B. Same with like iTunes and Spotify. I don't have a lot of music out, but this summer I'm like releasing all these songs I've had over the years. I just never released. So stay tuned for that. Keep your eye out.
1: <laughs> right. Dope, dope, yeah. dope. So all right. So last question. Are you ready, Mikey? I'm ready. What is a question that you wish that we asked you?
2: Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> um, actually, I was hoping you would ask me who I'd like to collaborate with and you did. So you actually <laughs> asked it. But if I were to go to a second one, um, I would say what is like, what's your plan, like your short term plan, your short term goals and then your long term vision?
0: Okay. So I think that's a great question. What are your short-term goals and
2: long-term vision? Okay. So short-term, um, by the end of summer, I'd want to make sure I get out some kind of mixtape. And I want to make sure that I, I'm i also starting my own podcast, Mindset Monday, which is actually coming out in like a week. And the Zen Wizard oh. is going to be my first guest.
1: Oh, Kyle. So- Kyle. Yeah. yeah, Kyle's yeah, yeah, yeah. actually the one that put us onto your content.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have some guests lined up for that. And I was going to ask you right now, like, I think the lineup that I have, it ends in July. So, like, first week of August, if you guys want to come on to the Mindset Monday podcast, you know. Yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, that'd be dope. <laughs> we'll so, yeah. stay in touch for that. And But, yeah, so that's, like, my short term over the summer, just getting the podcast out there, making some cool videos, working on rap music and just grinding. And then... I would say like long-term over the next three to five years, I want to make sure I'm on stage speaking. So I kind I don't want to say like a motivational speaker, but I would love to go to different schools as like an assembly where I just imagine this, right? Like you have an assembly and you're just like a middle school kid. You're like, Oh, what's this assembly about? And then you have like me come on stage and I do like a crazy lit rap song. <laughs> <all> that, like. <laughs> And then after that, like, once everyone calms down, I talk about, like, mindset. I bring some kids onto stage. We do some, like, role-playing of different things. And then um, after we end the assembly, I end on, like, another rap song. And I think that will just be, like, really cool if I can get to that point where I'm traveling to different schools and just, like, trying to educate kids on certain things. So that's, like, my long-term plan. And then, uh, like I said before. assembly I will. I would ever attend yeah. as a middle schooler or high schooler. <laughs> yeah, I can
0: I can one hundred percent see that happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, it would be sweet. So also in um this Friday, uh, I'll post a video on uh, Instagram when I get the actual footage. But we have something called the Poetry Grammys. So at the end of the year, the entire seventh grade is in the auditorium, and then we have a couple people that go on stage and perform. So I'm gonna be rapping with a bunch of my kids, and we have this big song planned out, and it's just gonna be a lot of fun. So that like right there i feel like i'm living the dream right like i'm not a professional rapper or anything but like i'm on stage <laughs> so um so yeah that'll be like a little foreshadowing of what the vision is but yeah and then lastly like 20 years 10 years whatever starting some kind of foundation where i can get other famous successful people involved like for example gary v i met him a couple months ago and he offered to come to our school to talk to the kids in the fall of 2018. So getting people like that to actually come into a school and talk to the kids, I think that's life-changing for those kids trying to get more like people that have been there and done that into the school system, um, Crazy, doing man. that as well.
0: Yeah, now it seems like you got a, a lot planned and we're, we're excited for you, man. We're, we're really excited. Um, yeah. And from the, the Young and Dumb and Get Your Grind Up community, we wanna really wanna thank you for coming out um and spending some time with us and sharing your knowledge and wisdom man
2: well thank you for having me like i said super honored because you had some big guests on here and you know you guys are killing it i've been watching you i've been listening to your podcast so keep it up keep grinding uh wishing you all the best as well
0: Appreciate it, appreciate it. Appreciate it. The pleasure is all ours. And for those listening out there, if you want to know a little more about Mikey B, check us out on our website, get and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at get show grind up. We will be back on Tuesdays and Thursdays with new podcast episodes. So stay tuned. Always remember we
1: are all young and dumb and never forget. Get show grind up. See you guys soon. Peace. Peace. Thank you everyone
0: for tuning into our podcast.
1: Check out our website, getyourgrindup.com for every dumb profile and even more content. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. And share a name as we spread your journeys. What doesn't kill you makes you dumber. Thank Thank you you guys. guys. Peace. Peace.